Hello and welcome to Inside the Abbey of Madness, the homecoming of Ramjack. Oh, hello everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am Alex and joining me today for Ramjack is our good friend, Brad. Hello, citizens. Hello. And Alex, um, could I ask, uh, what color is your heart today? Why? What color is my heart and why? Yeah. Uh, it's green because green is my favorite color, and I'm in a I'm in a cheery spirits. Cool. What story are you telling yourself today? <laughs> what story am I telling myself today? Uh, I don't know if I've told myself a story yet today. I mean, is it the narrative of my life? Ah. I don't know. What story have I told myself today? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. How have you been sleeping? Well, I can answer that. Okay. Um, little Vera has started to have, um, she'll wake up in the middle of the night and she'll kind of like cry for us and she'll be like, I'm scared. And we're like, okay, hey Vera, let's just calm down. So we'll lay with her for a minute until she goes back to sleep. But that happens, last night it happened twice. So a little interrupted sleep, but it's for a child who's scared. So it doesn't bother me. So a little tired. However, I'm okay with being a little tired. Maybe that's the narrative I'm telling myself. It's okay to be a little tired to help your child get over being af- afraid at night when they wake up. Well, um, what are your th- your top three feelings today? Well, that's... Okay, now I'm getting curious of what this is, Brad. What is this? What is this what? racket you're doing? What is this? What am I... What? 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 I don't, what? I'm just... Listen, I just... There's a thing. It's It was popping up on the internet the other day. It was a list of things to say instead of how are you. Oh! <laughs> How have you been sleeping? Hey, how have you been sleeping? Ugh, this is insufferable. What thoughts have been circling in your brain? Can you imagine, imagine this. It is 8.05 a.m. Okay. You're coming into the office. Uh, You got your bag in one hand. Uh, You got a coffee in the other. Um... Uh, you set the bag down. You still you still need to set your coffee down. Somebody walks up to you. Oh, what thoughts have been circling <laughs> in your brain? Brad, you are sleeping on some of these because the one that splash. would the one <laughs> you're just gonna splash them in the face with coffee. I just threw that. I just threw that hot coffee in their face. <sighs> my my favorite are what lies do you find yourself believing today? Like off the bat, morning, Brad. <gasps> hey, what lies do you what what lies do you find yourself believing? How can I support you? Uh, hey, Brad, what have you done for uh, just yourself today at 8 a.m. in the morning? Hey, Brad, uh, coming at, I'm, I'm one of your co-workers. Hey, Brad, coming at you. No mask still, even though I give one. What have you done for yourself today? Just what have you done for I've chosen to ignore you. That's what I've chosen. That's what I've done. I mean, awful. Awful! Yeah, this is weird. This is terrible. This is nightmare. Um, on the subject of mask in the workplace. Yeah? So, uh, last last uh, Friday, uh, well, first, uh, Orange County has um, now made uh, a mask mandate. You have to be wearing a mask Perfect. in Orange County. Good That's job. Great. And I think updated even further today that, like, yeah, you gotta be wearing a mask. Um, if you're outdoors, if you're, like, in a public place, you gotta be wearing a fucking mask. Like, everybody put on a fucking mask. Um, that, is, I mean, numbers in Florida, California, and Texas have skyrocketed. And I, yeah. everywhere, everywhere else, I, yeah. just in Cincinnati, it said, uh, this is the highest but, spike we've had since the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> and oh, it's yeah. only going yeah, it's, up? Motherfuckers, yeah, yeah, wear your goddamn masks. But before, like, I think the more definitive, everybody wear a fucking mask right now, our office decided, hey, we're going to enforce everybody has to wear a mask. The only exception being if you are in your own closed office, like, then you can take your mask off. I'm by myself vibing with the dork show. show. Yeah. 
My it's temperature has been well. checked. I'm not. A f- I don't have a fever. Just chilling in here. Oh, yeah, we, there's no temperature checks. So want to do that? Um, it's coming. It's coming. Maybe. Probably not. Uh, probably not. Because let me tell you again. The rule is, unless you're in a closed office by yourself, you got to be wearing a mask. Apparently, that also means if you're sitting um, in your open cubicle, um, you you also don't have to be wearing a mask. Also, if you just get up real quick for a minute to walk around the office, you don't have to be wearing a mask. Also, if you forget to be wearing your mask all the time, I guess you don't have to wear a mask. Oh. Also. If you're on the elevator, seemingly, a lot of people don't have to be wearing a mask. I don't know what the fuck is going on, because uh, I saw an email, everybody wear a fucking mask. I've seen a lot of people not wearing masks. Now, most people are wearing masks most of the time, but it's still not everybody wearing a fucking mask. It's not that hard to wear a mask. Like, I, 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 like, I heard, I heard somebody complain about the other day, like, I feel suffocated. Like, what the fuck are you people talking about? It is like a little piece of fabric that goes over your face. These are the same motherfuckers that think it's impossible to not wear shorts. It's the same fucking people. Oh, it's too hot. It's too hot. I have to wear shorts. No, you don't. Oh, I'm suffocating. I can't wear a mask. Yeah, you can. Put on pants, put on a mask. Are you sure? Same thing. Are you sure they they aren't saying that they feel like their freedom is being suffocated? Because that's what they like to, like, no one's going to tell me what to do. Fuck you. It's kind of the mentality I'm getting around here when people are not wearing their masks. Um, Yeah, that's most of the people not wearing masks. But I'm just talking about in my own office. In your own office, those people. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot that I don't have it on. Yeah. It's just all, mm, it's stuffy. Gives me a weird vibe. It's It's not. It's easy to wear masks so easy to wear a mask the um i was i went to the doctor the other day because i had to uh routine everything's okay guys um but at the hospital they were like taking people's temperatures putting little stickers on you if you pass the test and wearing masks and an older woman came in with her husband and she was wearing a mask like she was outfitted he and not wearing a mask like ready to be confrontational too like just his body language like god damn and all of us behind is like god this boomer and um the woman says, do you have an appointment today? Because he starts to walk with her. She's like, excuse me, sir, do you have an appointment? He's like, oh, I'm with her. Um, the doctor's like, can't. Well, one person, one family group at a time. He's like, well, I I got to be here with her because she might pass out or something. She's like, sorry, sir, we can't do that. You got to wait. He's like, are, are you sure? Are you really going to do this? And she's like, you have to wait outside, sir. You can't even wait inside here. Go to your car. He's like, uh, like she started, he started to get huffy and puffy about it. I was behind them. So he kind of starts to trail off and he's like, starts to get a little loud because she, his wife is even like, dude, just go to the fucking car. Like, just go. It's, what are you doing? And he's like, well, it seems like they won't let me, uh, let me into wait. And I immediately just stepped to where he was and they're just like, Hey, I'm here. I'm, I'm whatever. Like just cut him off completely. And the woman looks at me and smiles and was like, thank you. <laughs> you. And everyone was like, breathe a sigh of relief as this dude like stomped off into his car outside to wait like an Ugh. asshole motherfucker if the, the yeah if, if if any reason sorry you got to wait out here yeah sorry that's these are covid times yeah this is For, why, why do you even want to go why yeah why what do idiot you even wants to do go? this who wants to wait at a doctor's office in any time i mean if he's worried that his wife would pass out because of blood work or something okay but that's why we have medical staff and she can tell them that if you want to be there yeah. and like be controlling or weird about it then you shouldn't you shouldn't be with your wife going to the doctor anyway and yeah. why is she rigged out to like be fully covid like sensitive and aware and responsible and you are just being an asshole what's up with that dude that's a monster. Trash, to me, that should trash. be a true monster, right? Is, is, would that note, be a monster friend, bracket? Make a fucking note, because you're going to need that next year. I'm going to need otherwise, it. Otherwise, we're going to end up uh, back in the situation where people are taking too long in a drive-thru. Well, no, people are like, 
pushing you through. I was trying the to make it better for you. Monster. I was trying to make it better. Um, I don't know if that's. I think if someone tries to rush you when you're taking your food order is a weird. I don't know if it's. Again, I, I will fully say I don't think that's monster level. In retrospect, that was a poor choice on my part. But I, I was monster starved, um, and I used a monster, a secondhand monster from a friend, and realizing yeah maybe that was a mistake we all look we live we learn we grow together as a podcast family and as friends that's what we do it's all all good what what else is happening friend oh i don't even i can't even so much um well i mean so much and then not so much Last week, at the day after we record, um, I get a call from Spectrum. They're like, "Hey, yeah, uh, we got a. There's a problem with your internet connection. Uh, we need to um, install new cables." And I'm like, "Hmm. Okay. Like, are you um, are, are you going to be available at, at?" And I was like, "I'm at work. Um, what?" He's like, "Oh, oh. Well, um, we'll call you back if we need to go inside. We may be able to do everything from outside." And I'm like, "What are you even talking about? Like, I don't even understand. I, I live in an apartment, so like, what is the what's the deal?" And so, luckily, a couple hours later, they call back. He's like, yeah, yeah, hey, we, we were able to do anything. Um, uh, we're going to have to uh, bury the lines. Um, so, if you see a lot of orange cables out, that's what that's about. And I was like, what? And I get home and, like, trust, there's, like, two giant wa- orange cables that are just, like, like going, like, from, like, my apartment building into, like, the box. Like, going across, like, our, dr- our driveway and, like, out uh, over uh, uh, to somewhere else. Wow. And the next day they came and, like, they buried them. And so there's, just, I mean, but I was like, that's, I don't know what that situation is. Yeah, that's bizarre. <laughs> yeah. We gotta lay no brand new cables. Like why? Why are you talking to me like it's like it's a house that I own? Like this is an apartment. You, like you see, it's an apartment, right? We treat everyone who's an apartment owner like a house owner, a homeowner. It's something like, they appreciate. Like, am I the only person with internet here? Like, that's not possible. Surprisingly, yes, sir. We're, it's like there's six units in this building. Like, and you're the only one that has internet with us. Weird. That is bizarre. Weird. So, Brad, for work, because mm-hmm. we're all quarantining ourselves at home, uh, sure. we wanted to do, I, I would say, a team building activity. Now, I want to preface all of this with, I love where I work. I do love my teammates. And yeah. almost everyone in my department is really nice and awesome. And as a special kind of thing, one of our, uh, her, our, our high up boss was like, hey, what if we did something like, I have an idea for something that might be cool for like a team building thing. What do you guys think? So, Brad, I don't know if you're aware of the, uh, it was a TikTok trend, like, about a couple of weeks ago, maybe, or a month ago, where, um, there were people, like, fighting themselves through TikTok, where they would, like, look at the screen and then, like, punch right up at the camera. And then the next person in the sequence would pretend to get hit, really, like, they were really close to the camera, like, oh, they got hit, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh. and then they'd come, they'd, like, do some kind of spin and get, get their feet up, and then they'd kick right at the camera, and then it would, the next person in the sequence would, like, get hit. Uh, there were some uh, stunt uh, people who did a series of these videos, and I think... Um, I saw a whole bunch of them. One animator did some that were like really, really awesome because they did like different genres. They did it everything. Like, hey, I did a claymation one and then I did like a a 3D animated one and then a hand-drawn one. It was really cool. All that to say, that inspired someone uh, to do something similar, but not a fight. Obviously, we don't want to fight each other. We're all comrades. But it was Fourth of July theme. Here we go. Uh, So we need to wear... Uh, something that's a little patriotic, and thankfully one of our brand colors is red. Um, and we're going to have sparklers, and we're going to pass the sparkler through the phone to someone else, hold it, do whatever we want, and then pass the sparkler on to the next person. 
I can only hope, Brad, that you have gotten so good at the clarinet by the time that we need this, which is July, like right before July 4th, that Point you can, time. yeah, that you can do uh, a patriotic song that we can just lay over this, like a right, smooth, right. like clarinet jazz uh, Star Spangled um, Banner or Grand Old Flag. Just an, up, just, just an update. Um, I, I literally uh, finally received my clarinet um, right before we started recording. Alex actually watched me un- unbox it. I got. Uh, we took a little <laughs> took a little time to. And my own private unboxing video, and it was fascinating. It's pretty exciting. It came. It, did it did it come with the an essential elements uh, um, music uh, book? <laughs> so I'm ready to join the middle school band. Yes, it did. Though it didn't come with the essential element of the grease that you need to connect the parts which was interesting yeah, it didn't, but didn't have the court grease and i i don't i don't like even a, even like a, a beginning clarinet i don't want to like just like jam it together without okay. uh proper court grease so I'm, I'm taking care of that taking care of that uh tomorrow one step at a time i got you friend so this video that we're doing one the idea was pitched and someone says does anyone want to volunteer to like make this come help this come to life obviously we're all going to do our own videos and someone volunteered to edit it but then me and a few other people had like questions uh, one of mine was, hey, we are doing vertical video, right? Because that's what that might be the best way to do this, and that's a trend. And if we were going to post this anywhere, hello, uh, vertical video is the medium for the one, the TikTok thing that inspired this, and we can easily make that work. And I don't know, I don't trust everyone to know what we're talking about when we say this thing, so we would get a mixture of vertical and horizontal video, and that could get awkward. And someone was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I guess we'll all do vertical. That's cool. Are we going to pass in like a direction or are we, it's a sparkler. So one, super freaking hot. Uh, it's going to throw your white balance all the fucking over the place. Do we really want to do like to the camera and the fact that it might like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Maybe we should do from the side to side. Oh, just whatever you want. Whatever you want. How does that work? Are you going to flip work. the video? Or are you going to, well, if you pass it upwards, I'm just going to flip it on the side. So it looks like you pass it down. They didn't, they didn't say that. That's what I'm thinking in my mind is the person who's going to edit this. Like, you can't do that. I guess obviously left to right makes the most sense because, or right to left, because that's a common way to pass something. I don't know. There's a lot of logistics to this, and I don't think anyone's thought it out. And one of my other coworkers was thinking, you know what? I'm just going to do something and send it, and we'll hope for the best. Worst case, it fails. Oh, yeah. But it could be fun. I, we got sparklers out of it, so that'll be fun. Are you going to do anything? Patri- is your work doing anything patriotic, Brad? Besides exercising uh, their right to wear or not wear a mask? Oh, boy. I, my, my work is... Listen, I they did a video thing last week, and I... I, I wow, is everyone of, doing a video thing? <laughs> well, no, but the thing is... Because uh, they're they're we're doing like this big uh, um, uh, conversion to a different um, um, banking core software. So it we're they're we're trying to get people like they're trying to do a lot of like little things to get people excited and also to be thinking about it so they don't forget that they got to do all this fucking training. Um, so they've been doing a lot of little contests and fun things. I mean, one of they did like a video dance contest. Everybody was supposed to send in a video of them dancing. Um, and like, I could not bring myself to watch that shit because I'm like, I this is like, I know you motherfuckers. This is gonna be bad. This is gonna be very, very bad. So everyone was encouraged to send a video of them dancing. Yeah. Again, all the logistical issues. What temp? Like, what are you dancing to? Did they say imagine? Listen to this song and then kind well, of. Well, no, move it wasn't. The they're not gonna be. They weren't stitched together or anything. It was just like it's oh. a contest. Everybody send in. In their their dance video. Oh, so this is just me dancing. Yeah. To whatever music I want. Another TikTok like trend of like doing it. Either groups or individually, like you know, you 
know, if it's one of the bank branches, like a couple of branches, like all, all their people like did something. I don't know. I didn't watch them because I'm not watching these things because I know it's going to be bad. Like at some point I'll bring my laptop home and like from the privacy of my, my own couch, I'll just sit there and cringe and watch them, I think. Um, but like not today. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and unbelievable. But they also try to do cute, cute little funny video things at times for like meetings and things. And I'm like, this is always very bad. There's one that I, I kind of want to steal. Like I'm trying to figure out a logistical way for me to steal it. Um, because it's so bad that I think it should be shared with the world. But oh, nice. I can't, I don't think there's a way I can do that. Uh, the COVID times have brought video uh, creativity to uh, broader video creativity to our company too. Uh, we used to get um, video updates from I think one of our vice prints, but it was in the style of Bob Ross, which when they first showed it was interesting because they didn't tell us what they were doing. They were just like, hey, here's a video update. And it's just them <laughs> standing in front of an easel, like painting and just talking to us and then just turning a painting around in a room of their paintings and we're like cool but interesting and then one guy uh he cosplays as um not dudley um who was right hand to uh the queen uh not mary queen of scots queen elizabeth the spy master um, walsingham i think so it's it's one of the ones that i forget um him and his wife cosplay as she's elizabeth and he is either washington maybe he is dudley i don't remember who but he's one of those characters like around that's not like i would say common knowledge to be like knowing that this person rolled with queen elizabeth it's like okay cool so then he did his own video and he just dressed up as different artists but like fully dressed up as these artists what like he the just had the fuck? costumes ready uh, you're he- talking about a work video where a guy and his <laughs> wife is they're dressed like queen elizabeth and sir francis walsingham well okay now listen they do that on their own like they go to renaissance festivals and just do that they just do, they do different cosplays but their favorite is queen elizabeth and walsingham um but for his video he was like hey i'm gonna he had to share something are, are, like, are even weirder are, i mean it makes more sense and it probably is is robert dudley a, a guy who's only known for um like killing is definitely killing his wife um <laughs> Like, uh, weird. Weird. Dude. Weird. So in the video he did, he was not uh, someone, well, he wasn't Dudley or Walsingham. He was uh, Picasso. He was also Bob Ross. And then he was another artist. I think it was Leonardo da Vinci. But dude had, like, elaborate costumes, like, just on hand for all three of these. And he just, he did three, it was, and he's, like, the first person who sends in the the names of all these gets, uh, wins uh, a gift card. So then that's inspired other people to do videos similarly. Like, people are just coming in their own in these COVID times with video creativity. See, I guess? Our, our office like, like, it's I mean, it's like, it's bad, because it's like, oh, I've got a funny idea, and then, like, no one is able to really execute funny ideas, because they aren't funny ideas, but then also, they're not funny. I, there's one, and, like, I gotta, I gotta steal it. I just gotta, like, film, I, I gotta take my phone and film the video and send it to you. Can you describe um, it at all? Like, I'm so curious. I, like, there's so many levels of weirdness to it. It's like, there's, I, oh, I remember what it was now. Um, there was a guy that was retiring that had been had been in the company for a while. And so everyone was making, um, you know, like, a basically goodbye, it was like a goodbye presentation. Um, everybody, and all these different groups made their own little thing for that. And a lot of people were like, you know, and of course a lot of them were just people like, oh, it was really great working with you, blah, blah, blah. We're gonna miss you, blah, 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 blah. And then there's some, there's some jokers that got in the mix. Uh, they were trying to, you know, also do some funny things. And so <clears throat> they're, 
this this one person that's doing a very long, heartfelt, um, you know, really gonna miss you, you meant so much. And meanwhile, you just see that there's somebody like standing kind of in the background, like looking out a window with a pair of binoculars. And it's like, it's almost funny because it's, it's like, that's not, they're not even, no mention of this person that's just kind of outside. But then they keep obviously like doing like, 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 Trying to get, like, yeah, we see you. You're looking out a window with binoculars in an office. You don't have to pull focus. You don't have to, like, if you weren't, if you weren't doing bits and you were just standing, <laughs> that would be funny. Because then in the end, like, that person's like, oh, I didn't know you were there. And then they say something. And it's so fucking weird. That is bizarre. I cannot wait to hopefully see this. Whatever, uh, however yeah, I, you I, infiltrate I, the archive at work and get this video, which I guess is the perfect time, 2020, when we have cell phones with 4K video quality and all the data we can stream. This is the only time we could have done that. And that's the only time we could make any of these things a reality. And like our CEO tries to do shtick, you know, for things sometimes. And I'm like, oh man, it's, it's never like he is, he's, he's not cut out for it. Does not have the chops. Doesn't have the chops for it. I mean, but (sighs) it's some, it's some real, um, CEO doing shtick vibes. Which is, no question. Which is, I, I don't know if sad's the word, but like, oh, it's, but at the same time, I'm glad we live in a time where this can happen, I guess, in a way, because I guess people are being creative and doing their thing. And even though it manifests in not necessarily good quality, it's good to know that we have these capabilities, I guess. I don't know. Should we encourage, and so instead of drawing fears, should we now encourage people to like send in a video, a funny goof no, video absolutely. of their fears? Uh, Alex, hush your mouth. Uh, we received, guys, we received a drawing of a fear. Oh, we did. Uh, we, we received, uh, uh, Chris sent us a drawing of Alex's fear. Um, a potential based on last future year's, fear. Based on last year's, uh, I think it was last year's uh, um, monster bracket of somebody uh, going through the checkout line with more than 10 items. Very monstrous, very scary. Well, he said it's a preview of April Anarchy 2021. Oh, sorry, sorry. There's someone at the checkout line, 10 items or less, and then there's some jerk with some sort of, like, uh, a sports jersey with an 11 on it that says, <laughs> I've got 11 items. His teeth are, like, filed to where it looks like a shark. I mean, tell me, if you saw a person with oh. teeth filed to a shark with a sports jersey, 11, broadcasting, guess what? I also have 11 items for 10 items less. That is a fear of mine. He's oh, also not having a mask on, and this is 2021. I doubt we have a vaccine at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a true fear, correct? Oh yeah, that's a great fear. I mean, fear, you yeah. tell me because I I mean it's a real fear, but is it a monster? Oh, it's it's a monster, Alex. Okay, it's just making a hundred percent sure that this is a monster. Again, Alex, he has pointy sharp teeth. Um, like yeah, a monster. I think also the way he's laughing. I mean, this could if we colorize this, that could be the Joker. Just who happens to also be he look, the Joker's not getting any younger. He's trying to recapture that golden age of his youth. Maybe he joins like a adult league soccer team. And this he is joined him. an adult league soccer team and I joined a middle school band. Yeah. You know, we all do what we gotta do with Guys, it? it's a real weird time <laughs> in history. Yeah. I'm gonna be late to Gotham's uh adult <laughs> soccer league i gotta get these 11 items through this checkout line as soon as possible all right and before the team plays here's the band with hot cross buns (laughs) (laughs) 
I wish I wish that all adult league anything required an adult league band to accompany them. Oh, I want adult man. league cheerleaders. I want everything. I want us to. I want adults just like not cloaked out, reaching for those glory days as an adult. Oh, Could boy. we just do I, that, yikes. please? No. I mean, it, it's going to be sad. I mean, it like, I, it's probably happening somewhere. You were a couple years ago when that like adult like dodgeball was all the rage for like five minutes. Well, there are like, I would say lower level football, like private football teams, which I know we've talked oh. about because I remember a company I used to work for would do logo these. I designed tons yeah. of sports logos for these little teams. And really, when God. you see these games, it's like, oh, you are people who used to play college football and now you still want to do that after college just but for fun. But want to make a big deal out of it, kind of, but not because it's not a big deal. It's weird. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. No good. Brad, Matthew McConaughey. He won an Academy Award for Best Actor in 2014. The role, I don't remember. And it doesn't say here. And that's okay. But when he got up to give his speech, he talked about how he said his strategy for succeeding in life. Are you ready for this? Listen up. Everyone take a knee. Stop playing adult sports and, you know, put your instrument like over to the side and take a knee and listen to this. Matthew McConaughey, an Academy Award winning actor for the Dallas Buyers Club. Good. Hey, deserved it. He has some he has a secret formula for how he succeeds at life. And maybe we can, too. Uh, A big part of his success formula has to do with the person he explains as his hero. Brad, who do you think the hero of Matthew McConaughey is? Oh, boy. Uh-huh. He said this to everyone watching the Academy Awards and everyone there present. Guys, the secret to my success is my hero. And you want to know who that is? Himself. Ten years into the future. <laughs> right, right. I remember that. When he was a kid, someone asked him, Hey, kid, uh, we're in elementary school and everyone has to have a hero because that's just what we're doing. We're pushing that agenda. I remember when I was in elementary school, people are like, it's important to have heroes. Who here thinks Michael Jordan is their hero? Who here admires I, only sports people as far as I remember? I don't remember them mentioning anyone else. Maybe Einstein was thrown out there. I don't know. But they asked Matthew Mahanike this question. He was a kid and he's like, my hero is going to be me in 10 years. Whoever, I, I want that person in my mind, the envisioned person of who I am in 10 years. That's my hero. That's who I'm chasing. And he's done it. Every five years, uh, he's like, the next the next five or 10 years, that's me. That, uh, who am I in that 10 years? That's the That's my hero. Now here's the crazy part, Brad. There is some validity to this as far as like um, envisioning yourself in the future and using that as in, a, a, we'll say, uh, a measure of improving yourself or changing an aspect of yourself that you want to do. Now, I don't know how Matthew McConaughey did. I, I, to me, that seems almost like a weird ego thing. But if you want to improve yourself, there's science to back uh, that if you do it through, like, instead of choosing, like, another role model or actually saying, okay... What would the future, what would the version of myself that I want this to be do in my situation? It helps to present that kind of mental model whenever you're doing something. So if you're, if you have like a, we'll say a mild addiction to something, like maybe I don't want to do, I don't want to eat, I don't know, potato chips. I eat potato chips all the time. I'm so embarrassed by it. It's like I, I wake up in the middle of the night and there's just bags around me. Would your future version do that? Mm. You're more you're more likely to not do the thing you want to do or do the thing you want to do if you frame it in your mind of your future version. 
telling yourself, like informing your choices. It's weird, I understand. And it's a strange concept. And I don't know why or how someone invested time into this from a scientific standpoint to research the difference between, all right, whatever you want to do from a goal situation, let's do it any number of other ways, but also do it as if, okay, just imagine a future version of yourself and you could talk to them and you ask them, would I do this? And if they're like, yeah or no, that's going to help you more than any of the other methods of like self-improvement or just like life goaling things. Don't know. But it works for Matthew McConaughey. Could it work for you? Brad, answer me this. Be honest. Brad, 10 years in the future... Did you look him did you look him in the eyes? Ugh, did you go to the did you go to the mirror? Ugh. Look yourself in the eyes like future Brad. Should I buy buy this clarinet? What would he say? Uh well he would say, "Well, should you buy the clarinet? Of course. You're 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 a clarinet superstar. You're the most famous clarinet player in the world. Why wouldn't you buy clarinet?" Weird. The, uh, to me, I I, I could have sworn that he said when he first looked he's like, "What do you, which one?" And you're like, "What?" Which one? And, like, and then it went into like, look, you're a clarinet star. The question is, should you have bought the one in Europe that was like a, a like an heirloom clarinet? I, mm. It's a priceless. Yeah, you should have because you should invest in these kinds of things that are like almost level of art that you could resell. It's insured. And, yeah, buy it, dummy. Interesting. Brad, 10 years in the future. We've been doing the podcast for roughly 10 years, right? More. More than years. More than 10 years. More than 11 years. If Brad and I had looked at each other, held hands, and then looked in the mirror, one, we wouldn't have held hands because our future selves would be like, what what are you doing? Stop. Stop. If we looked in the mirror and said, future Brad and Alex, should we do this podcast? The future Brad would have said, which one? (laughs) And we would have been like, oh my God. The future Alex would be like, yeah, which one too? However... One of those you will, you know, put on pause for a while because stuff gets in the way. But Ramjack, stick stick with it. There's something special there. Um, guys, I got a quick little uh, book update. I just finished this. Um, uh, it amazing book. Strong, strong, super strong recommend. Uh, the Jakarta Method, Washington's Anti-Communist Crusade, and the Mass Murder Program that Shaped Our World by Vincent Bevins. Uh, this like just came out like. I think maybe a week or two ago. Hot off the presses. Like, I, I, I bumped everything uh, down my reading list to, uh, to, to jump on this because I had heard so many good things about it. It's fucking amazing. Like, everyone should read this book because I, it's fascinating. Um, this is awesome. And terrifying. <laughs> should we do a 30-second summary or a minute summary? Uh, Since we aren't doing a show this week? No, here's, here's a real short summary. <laughs> um, like... America is a monstrosity. Like we've destroyed the world so True. many times. Uh, but I know this is. I it's 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 largely based around uh, um, the shit we pulled off in Indonesia. And do do they label our our monstrosity? Because England's and most of Europe's was colonialism, and we're like, all right, colonialism just defines an entire period, post-colonialism as well. And I know we could kind of be wrapped into that kind of, but America specifically has its own kind of thing, where it's its its own monstrosity that I think has blossomed in the post-colonial times. What is our name? Like, what is that? Not to, like, own it, because I... Go ahead. The bigger problem, and what largely what this book is about, is the fact that it, it's so insidious, the shit we did, 
And it's it was so all-encompassing that it just rewrote like the history of the of of the places that we did this shit to. Because uh, this focus focuses largely on um, Indonesia and Brazil and some other and other you know because it's all connected. Like the, the CIA did so much fucking shit in this like weird anti-communist campaign that we fucking did throughout the 60s, 70s, and into the 80s. Like it's absolute fucking insanity the shit we did to defeat communism which wasn't a fucking problem um like it's insane like we're not talking about like to defeat the soviets we're talking about defeating communism uh wildly different things oh yeah especially indonesia indonesia like i we destroyed we destroyed a country uh because they were communist leading like it's it is so, it is so depressing. Like the, and there's like, I, there's a statistic in the book that's amazing. That's like, yeah, if you actually look at all of the, the U.S. backed, um, you know, uh, murder squads, um, that destroyed all of these countries, there is no question that there's far more blood on the U.S.'s hands than you can uh, attribute to Pol Pot and the Soviet Union combined. No I mean, question. I believe it. I believe yeah. it. It's, and, like, this is shit that, like, I, like, I mean, I vaguely, vaguely was aware of, but, like, the extent of it, the, just the, the meddling in other countries is insane. And the stories are, like, around this, and it's, and it's so casual. That's what's insane, is it's so fucking casual, the way the U.S. just, like, overthrows a country. And for, like, no real reason, like, um, I, they're communist-leaning, so let's get rid of them, and then we'll just let chaos take over. Uh, the main thing, as long as they're not communist. Like, that's pretty, that was pretty much the U.S.'s MO for, like, 30 years. Like, destroy, destroy a place with that is ha- that is like has a popular government that is actually making the world a better place we just completely destroy it on a whim and then let chaos take over and then let and let those people because they're under the thumb of the US do these crazy fucking raids to like murder everyone that disagrees with them yikes it's insane. It's absolutely fucking insane. There's at one point, um, it talks about, um, and the, cause again, the US has, not only do they have such a casual, like, interest in everything going on, they don't know, they don't know the places they're affecting. Like, the, at one point, uh, the leader of, 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 of Indonesia, uh, they're like, alright, well, we want to discredit him, so, uh, what are we, ah, oh, we need to create a scandal. So, uh, who do you call when you want to create a scandal? Bing Crosby. Huh. Um, hey Bing Crosby, you've got like a you got like a, a film studio. Uh, what we'd like to do is make a fake porno. Um, we we want to get a lookalike for uh, for uh, um, this head of state, and uh, we're gonna make it look like he's uh, he's having sex with a with a Russian, and then he'll be discredited in the eyes of his people because not only is he cheating on his wife, he's also clearly uh, being influenced uh, uh, by Russians. Like, great, glad to see that playbook still still uh is uh, still around oh uh, n- what year was this uh in the 50s <laughs> so this was before you had to go to like a place to watch a video like yeah. a movie theater how would you yeah. circulate this in wide release like would it just be like hey guys we got this reel come on in here journalists check this out yeah i mean you just have to get it to the right people's hands like that part wouldn't be hard I'm just so um, used now to seeing like, all right, I need to see this video to make sure, even though outside of deep fakes, they're just like, we need to get Bing Crosby. 
are you cool with doing like a fake porno? Yes or no? We're interested. And Crosby's like, oh yes, I'll, I'll be glad oh, totally. to help um, help make this happen. This sounds great. America, yay. Um, so Bing, Bing and his brother, uh, like they're they're like in charge of like making this thing happen, and they film this thing. But and they get this guy that like the the whole reason this thing fell apart was a the guy they the actor they got to look like him. They they got this like Mexican guy. Um, that didn't look anything like the guy. Like they put like makeup on him and maybe a mask even. And the other thing, oh, is they were gonna they were gonna show that he he was actually wearing a toupee. Um, that he didn't actually he was actually balding, which was also gonna discredit him and like uh, really just lower his. Now here's the problem: a, it looked like shit. Like it was just unusable when they actually filmed it. Like it turned out not to be worthwhile. But the bigger problem is like. Like, because the U.S. did no fucking research because they don't really care that much. Um, like, the guy had a reputation for, like, sleeping around. And, like, it wasn't a... Like, everybody knew it. It was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a guy. He fucks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It would... What? Like, if they had... If they carried this off, waste of time and money. Like, all this fucking... All the money that the CIA funneled into creating this elaborate trap um, to make it look like uh, he was uh, cheating on his wife and possibly being blackmailed by the Russians... Which, again, may I point out, may I point out, cool CIA trick, uh, pretending people are being blackmailed by Russians. Hmm, weird. Wonder if we'll ever see that again. Fuck you, Rachel Maddow. Um, like, useless. Absolutely fucking useless. So none of it saw, everything was on the cutting room floor. Yeah, it was just they, shelved. Yeah, it was just, yeah, just shelved. That did waste, just a waste. Just a waste. A waste. Now, Bing like, Crosby was a monster, so it doesn't shock me that he would just, like, be giddy to do something like this. And even maybe took time without asking the research questions of, like, what does he look like? Can mm-hmm. I get a lot of pictures of him? Who should we, not really doing a good casting call. I'm sure more time was spent finding the Russian uh, mistress than there was the dude who actually was supposed to play the guy. Who knows? <sighs> this is insane. How much did they yeah. spend on it? Do we have like a dollar amount? Uh, like, how did this I, get leaked? Be, like, how did we know about this? I was just skinning through to try to find it here. Um, um, I, yeah, I'm not seeing a number. Um, film was let's see, to play the president, uh, filmmakers, Bing Crosby's brother, Larry, hired a Hispanic-looking actor and put him in heavy makeup to make him look a little more Indonesian. They also wanted him bald since um, exposing Sicarno, who always wore a hat, as such uh, as such might further embarrass him. The idea was to destroy the genuine affection the young Sicarno and Francesca and millions of other Indonesians felt for their founding father of their country. The thing was never released, not because this was immoral or a bad idea, but because the team couldn't put together a convincing enough film. <laughs> How many times did they have to reshoot? Did the CAA say, ah, I'm not buying it. Do it again. Here's another couple so of thousand dollars. Stupid. Like it's just it's wildly stupid. It's wildly stupid. And just the and like the fact that they're this casual with this information, but they got no problems like having like all the people like executed for ugh, it's insane. Like fuck the United States. We're this is a monstrous country that's done monstrous things. Everyone needs to read this book. It is fascinating. Is there anything else that's like borderline kooky like that i mean that i don't want to be macabre about it it's a little yeah yeah i was gonna say i i'm sure many of the other ones aren't as quote light unquote yeah it's yeah the a lot of darkness a lot of darkness because there's i mean people being disappeared like oh yeah this should happen like like was it a common for people like leaders to film themselves with like cinematography cinematic eyes with a cameraman when they're having sex with their Russian mistress like none of this adds up as something that would fly in the 70s I mean not 70s 50s especially yeah, well, the 50s where are you gonna hide that film camera 
on the sly. Uh, if, you, if you're rich and powerful, like, Alex, um, may I remember you of, of, uh, of a gentleman named uh, Jeffrey Epstein? Like, rich people, like, uh, do weird shit. So, uh, I guess they've been doing that forever. You're right. I mean, yeah. even back in, like, yeah. the olden times, Rome, people were doing yeah. all kinds of crazy fuck. I mean, history show, like, the minnows with, was that Caligula? I don't even remember. There was just so um, much craziness. Yeah. Um, all that to say, that's been happening for a while. So I guess it would make sense. Was it Tiberius? I think it was Tiberius. Uh, there um, was a whole slew of them, and not too different, like not too removed. That I remember just had a whole bunch of. Yeah. I mean, they come on. Um, but yeah, this I this book is fascinating. It's also it's very it's a quick read, um, very short, very good, very very nice. very good, fascinating, absolutely fascinating. Just like it, because I mean I, I think we all I think everyone's aware of like the CIA did a lot of fucked up shit during the Cold War, but to like this really lays it down, and because it focuses um, mainly on Indonesia and also some on Brazil, um, I mean it kind of spreads out to the rest of it and how that is all connected. But by kind of like focusing in on this one specific country and like the horror show we. Did, it's fascinating and just because like um in brazil so after like they fucking um destroyed um jakarta like they would actually like like the uh, the anti-communist uh, forces uh, backed by the cia uh like we, when they went to brazil to fucking start doing the same thing they're like uh leaving messages like jakarta jakarta is coming like jakarta became like it wow. became synonymous with like the u.s the u.s backed uh forces are here to destroy shit so yeah, everyone, everyone, it's uh, it's fascinating, amazing, amazing stories, love stuff there, a lot of good stuff. I'll have to um, I'll have to look into it. I'm sorry, um, it was gonna bother me. Brad is correct. Tiberius was the one with the minnows. Um, Caligula was his nephew who would go on to do all kinds of other atrocious things, but that's besides the point. Caligula, Caligula gets the the worst rap, but Tiberius is far more monstrous than oh, Caligula. Yeah. Caligula just has a name that seems more monstrous because Caligula yeah. sounds like a, mo- a, a real monster, like are like an evil, like any villain. Tiberius, though, that could go either way. I mean, Captain Kirk's middle name is Tiberius, so I mean that's almost true. I think Brad, I there's a few movies I've watched recently, but I can only I can just brush over those. Um, if you and, and one of them, I don't know if I've talked about or not. Um, did I talk about Booksmart yet? So Booksmart was a 2019 uh, coming-of-age comedy film directed by Olivia Wilde uh, about two young women who are graduating high school. They're wicked smart. Um, have spent all all their years in high school and school middle school, uh, I guess more collegiate kind of like academic stuff. And they never really like pursued any other interests they just kind of stayed the straight and narrow and they're obviously going to like very prestigious schools and they're getting all the scholarships and one of them realizes that everyone at their school because they live in LA and they're also I would say let's rich because there's no way that everyone even people they think were like burnouts are like um, not very good at academics actually have great SAT scores and are getting scholarships and going to colleges like yeah, in the same degree they are. And they kind of get, this throws their world in chaos. They're like, well, wait a minute. We should we should live it up our last, it's, it's one of those movies. Um, imagine a much better, I don't know if you ever saw, um, what was that movie that everybody thought was super funny with Jonah Hill in it? Oh, yeah. Why can I not think of proper nouns and names of things tonight? 
But, um, the kid was named like McGlovin or something. Yeah. This is a trivia question for those at home. If you get super bad, bingo. So where Superbad definitely had, like, a male gaze to it and was like any other of those movies that came before it, this... Yeah, it's just shitty. Booksmart takes what that... uh, takes that idea of what that kind of movie should be and actually makes it good. I I would recommend Booksmart. It's a little weird. Like, it also falls into, I would say, some of the tropes of those kinds of movies. There's an animated sequence at one point where they accidentally get, uh, we'll say hi for a second, and then they're claymation. And you're like, well, this is a little weird. But beyond that, I would say it's so it's kind of like Dora the Explorer in that, in that, in that yeah. sense. Yeah, it's kind of like Dora the Explorer. It's... God, I love that movie. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> it's kind of like all of those 80s coming-of-age movies. Like, it's not too different from, like, a Ferris Bueller or something in Spirit or whatever. Um, but one, the two main characters and the focus are women, and it's directed by a woman. And I would say it succeeds at what those movies are trying to do in the spirit of those much better than a lot of the other ones that came before it. Um, I would recommend it. I would say it's a, it's a fun ride. Um, if, if if you're looking for something a little more lighthearted, maybe look um, maybe look into it. Um, I got a, I got a film recommend. Um, also uh, something lighthearted. It's the movie Tap. Uh, okay. Gregory Hines, okay. uh, Sammy Davis Jr.'s last film appearance. I'm listening. Go um, ahead. And, and a shit ton of other like uh, of like uh, old tap dancers. Like it's great. Um, Sarge from Five Heartbeats is in there. It, the movie is a delight. Nice. So definitely a fun ride. Definitely a fun ride. Because I don't. I don't think a delight. We could make um, a delight a movie. Maybe Gregory, a delight. Gregory Hines has just gotten out of prison. Um, oh. He's he's listen. He was he used to be a tap dancer. His father was a famous tap dancer. He was also a tap dancer, but he he got tired of seeing his dad. You know, like not being able to scraping by, just barely getting by, not having a lot of money. So he became burglar. Um, and he was a very successful uh, burglar until he got caught. Um, and that's what he went to jail for. And now he's trying to decide, ah, I'm out of jail now. Do I go back to, do I, do I go back to my love of dance or do I get back into the burglary game? Oh, <laughs> those rich riches of stealing diamonds are tap dancing. It's amazing. It's a delightful fucking. So he's like a straight up heist steal. Oh yeah. He's not oh, yeah. like petty he's theft. Like, no, professional. Yeah. Professional. Uh, Joe Morton's in it. Uh, it's great. Ah, great movie. Great movie. 89. Yeah, this looks like it'll be a fun time. PG-13. Um, the only other movie I saw, and I would say this one is interesting, uh, is a sci-fi uh, movie that actually came out in 2000. Um, it's an American cyberpunk action film based on a Japanese uh, manga uh, called Alita Battling. Really? I think I even have, I think I may have downloaded that because it looks very weird and I was curious about it. If you're looking for weird, it is there, friend. And I would say, because I know, who was it? Robert Rodriguez directed it, but James Cameron, I know, had been wanting to make this manga into a movie forever. And you could definitely tell he has his hand in this because there is a level of polish to the spectacle and of it that is what you would expect from James Cameron. Is it Avatar level reality? No. I don't look at Alita and think, oh, that's that's real. The Navis are real. Like, it would not shock, though they look so real. I mean, Alex, I've I've been to Disney World. I've seen the Navis. The Navis are real. Like, been there. And maybe, I don't know what it is it might be because they gave the the character alita like 
unrealistically large eyes, which was a choice. Very spooky. I don't think they had to do that. Like, they could have just gotten away with it. But oh, you they don't... had to, because that's what makes me want to see it. She's so fucking creepy looking. She, dude, and you're going to see a lot of creepy stuff. And the thing that I kept thinking about was, this is rated PG-13? Like, it feels like an R movie, and there's enough action and violence. I'm like, this is an R movie. There's um, no way this is a PG-13 you're an movie. friend. Like, violence does not get an R. Like, But, like... So I remember the first PG-13 movie I saw where there was like dismemberment of a of a, a character. And I was like, what? I've never seen this in a PG-13 movie before. It was the first Lord of the Rings movie where a guy, one of the bad guys, like the evil orc monster guy, got his head chopped off in the middle of a fight from like Aragorn. And people in the theater went freaking nuts. And I was like, whoa, that I wasn't expecting that level of violence, like beheading in this, like in the movie like this. But in... In 2019, a decade or more, maybe two well, again, decades. Well, again, PG 13 has only been around for like a second because it what didn't come around until like what 89 or something. 89 is like, a long time ago now, Fred. I, uh, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's but you're right. I so like there's it's, it's in in the scope of like rating films, it's. I would, the the only way they get away with it in a PG-13 movie, because you couldn't have a human get dismembered like that, is that these are all robots. Like, an orc monster is a monster. You can hurt monsters and it's fine. But the things that they skirt to not make this an R movie are interesting in those respects, because one, everyone who's a robot might kind of look like a robot. In Alita's case, she has giant eyes. So you're like, oh, this must be a robot. And her body looks like it. But some of the people have very human faces. And their blood is, like, blue, but it gets kind of graphic. And at one point, Alita, like, face stomps someone. And you see her, like, do it, and they just cheat the camera enough where we don't see her fa- her foot go through someone's face. But you see her foot, like, removed from this person's face. And it's a human face on a robot body, but you're like, whoa. And there's just, like, blood draining from this thing, and you're like, holy shit. I mean, if this was R, I'd pre- I, sure, but I wasn't real. I didn't realize we're there at PG thirteen, and which is, I mean, again, I Joey's almost well. He's he'll be thirteen soon. I'm like, I don't know if I would cool with a thirteen year old seeing something to this level because it's just so much more violent than the thing saw with that. Now Brad rolls his eyes. The guy who saw Terminator two in the theater with each eye, hard R, hard R, and maybe there's the thing for it. But there's just a, there's also other disturbing things this that I'm like. There's a lot of, like, a lot of these robots are really cyborgs, and they're like, oh, all these robot things really just have human brains inside of a machine. So there's, like, a lot of, I don't know, it's interesting, I'll say. Having not seen it, I already say I'm more in favor of children seeing Alita Battle Angel than I am in favor of them seeing Hamilton. Interesting. I mean, that doesn't... Alita Battle Angel will, I would say, in the same way that certain violent movies when I was a kid kind of, I, I don't want to say woke me up, but it was like, whoa, as far as like the level of violence or like what violence can reap, even if it's fictional, that's a beneficial thing. I don't, Hamilton's its own thing. I not have, Also not having like really seen a lot of Hamilton and just listen to music of it, I kind of think a Battle, a battle Angel might be where you want to go with it because it also gives you that kooky, yeah. it gives you a kooky weird friend. And there's a lot of like really people chewing the scenery, like... It's close to, it's a fun ride, but it just, there's a, something about it I'm like, huh. It's worth your time because it is like a spectacle, like visual uh, uh, spectacle. Uh, uh, Maybe not again, for someone who's uh, not into it, but. Alex, I'm still trying to decide whether I should watch Hamilton or Alita Battle okay, Angel. Okay. Now, in, in Alita Battle Angel, um, how many black people are um, playing uh, um, slaveholders um, and people that regularly tortured and beat slaves um, in a weird whitewashed fantasy version that kind of ignores all that stuff? 
So Battle Angel Alita takes place in the distant future. Right. They are have they like, are, are, there, the, are there black people playing slave owners? Like are they the, are they like are like I'm a, I'm a slave owner that's white, but I'm a black concept, person doing it. The concept which is of theoretically like, supposed to I I, I I don't does that fix it? I don't know what you're saying, Hamilton. Um sorry, what was that about Alita? So we are so far in the future and removed that the concept of like the United States, the concept mm-hmm. of sl- slavery in the way that we've developed civilization to this point are even like an understanding of history like there was a, an event that they call the fall mm. and not many people really know what happened before that like there is just a knowledge gone things are and we might have like crazy robots but they have no idea that they're in what used to be called the united states they are, uh. they don't even understand the kind of like communist like i don't know what these things are all they, i know they is there's a they don't know about this city. guy named alexander hamilton whose like whole thing was like he wanted to create the he wanted this country to be a military dictatorship um, and is like a loathsome monster uh, that everyone should loathe and despise. They don't well, even know about that. I don't. Oh. I don't think so. I don't. Weird. I mean, there's well, parallels. Neither does, I guess. Neither does uh, Lin uh, Manuel Miranda. So I guess I guess they're in good company. Lin Manuel Miranda and Alita: Battle Angel, the movie. <laughs> there is the there is a black guy who is like the mastermind of the underworld sub city. Like there's a city on the land, and there's that's kind of like um, the rough city. Like it's just a normal city, but it above where all the rich privileged people live is a floating city above the the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is a conduit for the rich people to kind of like inhabit him and him like talk for them. So there's that kind of puppeting and he technically like doesn't own people, but I look, so kind of like, crazy. like when, uh, uh, Ron Chernow's, um, bullshit right wing, um, uh, made up historical fantasy gets puppeted, uh, through Lin-Manuel Miranda, whom, <laughs> um, doing seemingly no research whatsoever, except reading a book by Ron Chernow, um, hmm. like when he just like, um, repeats it like a puppet, it's kind of like that. You know what? I would probably go battle battle angel for before Hamilton. I'm thinking for sure. battle angel. I'm thinking. I'm now, really thinking battle angel seems the way to go, guys. I haven't seen Hamilton, but I just keep seeing people talk about it because it's going to be on Disney Plus for the Fourth of July. <sighs> Motherfuckers, it, enjoy it. Enjoy that shit. I the music. I mean, it's all right. It's I mean, not- I appreciate what I as far as like what he was trying to do from like um, I guess make a musical that was well. I mean, it's not an unheard of thing. Uh, like doing more of like a rap kind of version of it. I mean, we've had musicals like that. I don't I definitely see Battle Angel before you see Hamilton is all I, I gotta I, say. I, I agree on principle. Maybe sleep on that. It, 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 it's gonna be weird, man. You might like Battle Angel just because of its weirdness because it gets kooky. There's that's, a lot of weird what, choices from the actors. A lot of strange things. For. You might like it. I, psh, go for it. Will do. Did you see where... Um, well, I don't know how this is going to work because COVID cases are spiking literally everywhere. Um, um, but you remember how AMC was all like, look, we're not going to get political and require people to wear masks. Yeah. And then like literally less than a week later. Oh, guys, about that. Sorry, we were wrong. Whoops. Everyone's wearing masks. Yeah. Everyone's wearing masks. Did you see uh, also in just like, I guess, random present news Brad, do you remember the thing that was supposed to change everything from a technological standpoint? And I'm not talking about the iPhone, because that did change everything. But when we were young, I'm talking like actual middle school. Go back to a time when you could have played the clarinet, but chose to play the trombone. Oof, Um, huge mistake. (laughs) 
if that Brad could talk to the Brad 10 years in the future, you would have said clarinet, buddy, right? Or would you have said the trombone? Just to just... Oh, no, no, no. Trombone was a gigantic mistake. Um, the same time, little Brad would ask, hey, uh, there's this thing that's supposed to change the world. What's the segue like when you're, when you're an adult? What would you tell him? <laughs> I would say it's it's for nerds. Um, fuck off with that shit. It's for nerds and pigs. No, no way. Uh, I didn't like didn't like um Newport like Kentucky didn't they like go big on the Segway I just remember there were Segway cops when we were like oh, when we lived there I saw a Segway cop over the weekend uh, in a city not too far from Cincinnati we went on a still uh, doing that hike. up there huh well I, I mean they we also have Segway cops here they have like Segway tours like in a lot of cities yeah. the Segway that they were supposed to be for like postal people and that never took off oh it's real stupid it's a real stupid thing I mean they have been losing or not selling a lot of them for a long time because when you talk about like I think they had to lay off 26 people and like the handful of people left on the assembly line who I guess painstakingly built these things they're just gonna be around for maintenance for as long as they need but Segway's like we're retiring the Segway sorry I uh, it's, it's time like fuck Segways like no I remember reading not. reading articles in magazines up to like a month or so before it came out just like this is gonna change the world didn't How? do anything why did anyone think that? Like, that's just marketing. So stupid. Oh, yeah. It's it's amazing how marketing do that. Like, absolute nonsense. Like, just everyone like, saw those and was like, I don't think so. No. And we all agreed. I mean, it's a neat gimmick, I guess, but I'd rather ride a bike, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather just get on a bike and, like, there's something about the physical mechanics of riding a bike that just feel good, you know, when you're doing it. You know what? It. If, if we're going to have any fucking cops, and we shouldn't, uh, but the only cops we should have, they should all have to be Segway cops, just so those fucking pieces of shit... Uh, have to be humiliated every day in their daily life. You think they should do segways? Well, a segway is humiliating. I was going to say the hoverboard yeah. trend that has gone. No, no, no. those segway. are also it has crazy. To be segways. It has to be a segway. They have to be wearing stupid bike helmets. Um, yeah, no, you have to look like a fucking loser. If your job is going to be to be a fucking cop, uh, you have to look like a like a fucking loser twenty four seven. I mean, I don't disagree with you. They should segway should well no. I was about to say, with all the money they have, the police state should buy Segway and just produce it, and no. they have to do it. But no, we should defund them and give that money yeah. to other things. Yeah, yeah, no cops. Zero mm. cops. Defund the police completely. And when I say defund the police, I mean defund the police, not give the police more money, Joe Biden. No, Brad, Brad, um, what do you actually mean when you say defund the police? Because, I mean, take look, away the money. No, that's not what you mean. Well, if you think if you think that if that's what you mean, then don't vote for me. Is what Joe Biden's telling. Cool, not planning to, buddy. Get out of here with that what? shit. What? But Brad, he's like, what is it? 11, 15 points ahead of everyone else. Ugh. Um, on, on up on good news, like we we had some awesome elections. Um, as of we're recording this this week, mm-hmm. um, we fucking took out Elliot Engel in New York. That's awesome. Yeah. That son of a bitch who like what two weeks ago um got caught on a microphone saying I wouldn't even be here if I didn't have a primary. Wow. Well, good news, motherfucker. You don't have to be there anymore. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. And it looks like we took out Amy McGrath um, yeah. in uh, Kentucky, Kentucky, too. Against so all odds. God. Yeah. So there might actually be a chance of taking out Mitch McConnell now. Not a great one, but a chance. Um, you're not gonna take her. You're not gonna take him out with with fucking Republican light because if you have a ch- if you have a choice between a Republican and Republican light, they're gonna pick the Republican. So uh, yeah. Wow. Now we just got to find a way to fucking uh, um, take out Pelosi with Shahid Batar. 
We can do and it. Then, and then, then we move on to Schumer. Guys, we're making- it's happening. It's happening. We're getting there. We're getting closer. Replace all these motherfuckers. AOC won by like a ridiculous amount. <laughs> like everybody knew she was going to win, but it was like 70, she got 76% of the vote. I mean, damn. That's insane. Like, she's awesome. Like, they put in, like, they put in, they put, oh, those motherfuckers put in so much money trying to take her down. Oh, burn that money. Waste it. Destroy it. So good. I was seeing, like, the money for the, uh, the people in Kentucky, and I don't remember their names, but the the lady. uh, Um, um, a booker? Is it booker? I think so. It starts with a B. I follow, I mean, I follow him on Twitter, and it embarrasses me. I just see his Twitter icon, like, his picture, and I never recognize him. Um, Charles Booker. So, like, apparently his campaign only had, like, $800,000 to run on. Oh, yeah. Hers had, like, if mo- that, I think multiple it million. less than 800000 I think this is what either he tweeted or someone else tweeted it. It's like he's uh-huh. beating someone with this eight hundred k more, like, give or take, mm-hmm. against someone who has, like, double-digit millions to spend on this shit. And she lost. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we still don't have the full final results for Kentucky yet, I don't think, um, because it's going to take forever. And there was also massive... Uh, uh, oh, massive election issues, which I we're just not talking about in the world right now. So fine. Against all odds. Well, it's almost like a blip. It's almost like, hey, these people were pounding on the doors of a place of like, hey, you said we could still vote. Why the fuck did you close the doors? Uh, not cool. Yeah. But hey, uh, we're not doing anything about it. We're not going to do a goddamn thing about it. What can you do? Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Like, fuck Nancy Pelosi. Piece of shit. She's also said today she's not going to try to impeach uh, Barr. So, cool. Cool. Great job continuing to be a piece of shit. Fuck you, Nancy Pelosi. That's bullshit. She doesn't want to impeach Barr. I mean, it's bullshit on all counts, especially when there's, like, huge voter suppression. She didn't want to impeach Trump. She she didn't want to impeach Bush. Like, she just, like, I don't know. I don't know. What, what does that mean? Hmm. She keeps helping uh, the Republicans and she doesn't want to stop them. What the fuck does that mean? Sounds like we got a closeted Republican, dude. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, crazy stuff happening in the world, man. Um. So I think it's official now. Disney is going to be rebranding Splash Mountain. Yes. Or not Splash today. Mountain. They're going to retheme it to uh, Princess and the Frog. Nice. I'm sad. I, I, my, my, my fantasy, if I was in charge, would be to uh, remake it in Fraggle Rock. Oh, that would be freaking amazing. That's, that's been my dream since the uh, first time I went on it. But terrifying, because you would have a giant gourd, right? Mm-hmm. You'd have to. It's Fraggle Rock. The Doozers yeah. would be fucking amazing in that yeah, thing. Absolutely. I want them everywhere. Dancing cares away. You know, like, oh no, we're going to go up into the, uh, I guess, the waterfall that goes into the well, or maybe, I don't know. And instead of, like, the briar patch, there's just a giant gourd, and it's like, hey! And that would... I would pass out and then wake up later. Alex, are you okay? <gasps> I can see that great. working. Pretty great. You see the trash heap? Oh, come on. The trash heap is spoken. Would you see her during it, or would you see her after the splash, like as you're down, like them laughing at you? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I, <laughs> yeah, I got see all her, wet. Yeah, kind of at the end, like when you when you're when they're doing like the zippity doo dah. I think that's when you get uh, trash heap, like right there when you, when you come back in the yeah. How are they gonna do Princess and the Frog? I guess I you go down it, and so I don't know. Oh, the other side. They could do that when they go to the PD dude. Or like whatever that is. I don't remember what it's called. When the, the 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 flip in Splash Mountain where it goes from how do you do to um the technicolor black light. What is that called? What do they call that? I, I don't I don't understand what you're talking about. They say something like the characters are saying, "We're about to do that. We're about to go into this other place. We're about to go into oh, this, the, the laughing place." The laughing place is what I was talking yeah. about. So the other side is what 
uh, is like the afterlife. They, they do a song about it in the Frog Princess. That could be, I guess, where they go there. I don't know the parallels. I mean, they're rebranding yeah. it, so everything will be different, but... Yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll be pretty much be the same ride. They're just gonna, like, take out all the Splash Mountain stuff, and, I, you know, it's it's probably a good idea. It's probably a good idea. I just I just hope that that, like, place you get to, like, right after the laughing, like, as you go from, like, the laughing place, and then you get down there, and, like, the frogs are popping up, and, like, the gophers are popping up. Like, I just hope that remains as weird and trippy because again that's that's my fave i love having a couple of drinks or five <laughs> and then you get down there and it's absolute insanity and that whole ride is insanity but yeah i love it so much i miss it they're gonna do a heavy retheme there's so many little things that are that specific film and movie it's gonna be i mean it'll be a challenge i disney's up to it oh daffo kind of wild that it stayed song like there's been a song of the south themed ride yeah. for so long i mean was it because the ride was good that people were like because it is kooky like it's almost charming yeah. if you devoid like if you divorce it from everything that it stands for you're just like oh these are colorful characters oh wait what song well, of the I mean, south Fuck this thing. yeah like i mean i like the only thing like those those character voices like I mean, it's offensive. It is like it's the spectacle that kind of like wows you, and you're like you're questioning it. But then there's like a little possum hanging upside down, looking at you, or there's like all kinds of crazy stuff happening, and suddenly you're going up uh, an escalator, and there's these weird vultures that are taunting you before you go into a briar patch. You're like, what the fuck's going? On? Like it's a it's a whiplash of the senses. Such a great ride. I love Splash Mountain. Love it so much, Alex. Um, I thought we could give some advice. Uh, play a little giving advice. The game. Awesome. People here. They got some, they got a lot of questions. <clears throat> Hi guys. I'm just an in deep terror. Um. Any way to determine crystal names? Hi guys. I'm just an in deep terror. Hello. I'm kind of new to this forum, but I got a bit interested in crystal and their metaphys. Did we do this before? I don't talk about anything about naming of crystals. Now, if it's just my memory slipping because... Okay, I, there's just something... I don't know, maybe it's just a weird deja vu thing, but some of this seems... Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I'm kind of new to this forum, but I got a bit interested in crystals and their metaphysical possibilities. I have some crystals, but unfortunate... But unfortunate Telly... Um, misspelled. Uh, but unfortunate Telly, I have no idea, um, two E's in idea, I have no idea what crystals they- wait, I'm sorry, I for- I didn't realize, I think this is supposed to be read in, um, in a, in a very, um, terrible Italian accent. Um, I have some crystals, but unfortunate Telly, I have no idea where the crystals they are. As I bought them a year ago. Is there any way to find out? Question mark. I tried to find out by looking at a couple of galleries of crystal photos, but I couldn't find anything in common with what I have. Is there any website that could provide me with pictures of each type so I can try and see if I can find something? Thanks. Alex, this guy just needs to know what kind of metaphysical crystals he bought. Now, not the type of crystal, right? Because I'm sure that would be challenging to ascertain, but not impossible because there's well, only so many minerals uh, that make crystals. I mean, there's a lot that make crystals, but listen, it's not hard to- Listen, he's tried to look them up. I have some crystals, but unfortunately I have no idea what crystals they are, as I bought them a year ago. So, you know, you buy, you buy some magical crystals, you put them in a drawer, you throw away the receipt, next year you're like, oh, I better pull those metaphysical crystals out, see what kind of magics they're good for. I can't remember which ones they are. You try to look on a website, can't figure it out. There's pictures, but I don't know. Alex, what do you do? What do you do? I don't... 
See, I thought you were going to go with, they were going to go with, I don't know the names of my crystals. Like crystals have a personality and an entity on their own, and they have a proper name that you have to figure out in some respect. But this, just figuring out what the crystal type is, that's not going to be too hard. Um, just go online and look up crystal and like just do a deep dive research into the actual physical thing that is a crystal and you should be able to figure out whether it's like a quartz crystal or like yeah. a, uh, one person a diamond is technically a crystal to uh, rocktumblr.com slash oh. stone and there's all kinds of stones here you can look at so not necessarily crystals like stones and crystals are different gemstones gemstones some beautiful zebra marble. What about yellow quartz? Jasper. A lilac amethyst? See, that's you're going to have to do a deep dive into like crystals to just, and it may not take you long because I, I don't think there's a lot of variance in like the cheap crystals that they sell to people. Oh, I don't, I, I don't think you know your crystals very well, clearly. I'm going to go to Amazon and just look up crystals and see what happens. Because that could also be a rock tumbler. La la, kind of a lot of things here. Um, uh, fair luminary writes back, post pictures question mark. I'm pretty good with rocks, crystals, and minerals, as one of my friends is obsessed, and pretty much it's all she ever talks about. Hmm. And then someone named Soapstone, whose um like image is an actual photo of themselves, and it's fucking terrifying. This human <laughs> is scary looking. He writes. I picked up a book on crystals slash gems slash stones at a local thrift store for a couple of dollars. It tells me what they look like, what they're used for, etc. It's pretty cool. Post pics for sure, exclamation points. <laughs> God. And I say that because I, I usually don't send you the actual link to these, but I'm sending you this one because I just, this man's face is very upsetting to me. Go down to Soapstone at the bottom there and uh, take a gander at this monstrosity. Before before I do that, mm-hmm. I want to say that going to Amazon and looking up crystals, there's a book that's pretty cheap for 10 bucks. It says Crystals for Beginners, oh. which is just an identification guide of different types of rocks and minerals and crystals. Um, but one of the weirdest things, there's also an Amazon Prime video that's just called Crystals. Um, and there's also a, a modern guide to crystal healing, which has got to be trash, but at the same time would probably give the information to person once. There are crystals sold mm-hmm. mostly in four packs. That look like little uh, tiny uh, Washington monuments. Oh. And they're calling them crystal wands, but they're only like four inches tall. And I'm like, how is that a wand? Crystal people are strange. I'm looking at this rock tumbler, this red jasper. It's quite a quite a stone there. I guess a wand can be anything. I'm sorry. I just my my expectations of a wand may not be what an actual wand is, and I'm realizing that. And I'm sorry. Uh, listen. Look, uh, RockTumbler.com is a stand-up website. Look at how this is. Uh, well, stand up from the fact that it gives you a lot of information. I'm not gonna. Who knows who these people are? But you're seeing yeah. a lot of rocks here. Do they have things deprecated to are like separated into actual crystals? Because these are just rocks. Not to say that crystals aren't a type of rock, but it's a different. It's a very specific Whoa. rock formation. I'm sorry. Now I will go look at this gentleman's face. Take that in. Take in that face. I've never been to the paranormal forum before, and just looking at it already, I'm transported back to 2015, maybe 12. Uh, yeah, I was gonna the say U, go back a little further. The UI is crazy. The only reason that's a Google phone at the top. It's called Lobster. I know that much. Um, just off the top of it, but the, I love the large like newcomer resident buttons. Oh wow, Shops- soapstone, dude. Oof. Ooh. Hi, I'm a shops- soapstone. Hey, I'm, I'm learning soapstone. about crystals, and I'd like to learn about you. Post I'm a resident picks. here. 
please post, post those post those stone pics. Post pics, comma for sure exclamation. He has oh. ninety posts, sixteen threads. No thanks. And a collection of decorative plates. Huh? You didn't tell me there was a thanks received, thanks given. Oh, quite uh, cr- criteria over there. He joined oh. in August two thousand sixteen. No one has thanked him, and he has not thanked a single person. Hmm. Well, you get <laughs> you hey, you get what you give. Uh, ugly and rude has received. 27 instances across 21 posts of thanks and has given two thanks since 2008. Stingy on giving thanks. None of these motherfuckers are thanking anybody. Listen. Where's our thanks? Uh, Where is our thanks? Where's our little thing that says Ramjack Thanksgiven and received? Yeah. Look, grow up and shut up. Crystals aren't a thing, guys. They're, they're cool rock formations, and they can do interesting things, but not in the way that you think they can. So just well, stop. You don't know that. You don't know. Look, you, you, need, a good, you need a good paperweight. Crystal, a heavy crystal is a beautiful paperweight that will catch the light and add some flair to your desktop. Also, you don't need a paperweight. Literally, no one needs a paperweight. Like, what's happening that you have a bunch of papers that aren't, isn't weighed down? Windy. What's going on? It's what's happening? Here. Like, what's your deal? Like, do get, you not have, like, central air in your office? Like, what's happening? Look, it's, it's warm in the house. My central air is not doing as much as I like. I set up my giant box fan at the level of my desk mm. to just get that, to simulate a breeze. And it's too much for my paper and it just flies every, I forget every time. It doesn't simulate, it's an actual breeze. It's a simulation well, of a breeze. Okay, well it simulates the breeze I get on the ocean. And that's okay. the kind of ocean that I, I put a little, I actually put salted water in front, like heavily salted oh. water. Trying to try to get that kind mm. of sea breeze coming at me, sorry. Weird. I didn't give you my, they'll divulge my full kind of like rig out. But those papers just in a flash, gone. Maybe outside, like why did we ever need paperweights is a good question. No one needs paperweights. What is the history of the paperweight? Uh, marketing? Is it just marketing? So, listen, somebody, made some useless, somebody made some useless trash, and they said, what is this useless trash? Oh, it's a paperweight. Excuse me? It's for weighing your papers down. Cool. 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 Yeah. cool. I pay you for this? Like, I could just use any heavy thing. Ugh. Brad, do you know that there's different types of paperweights? Right here, it's like learning about the different types of paperweights. And oh, it's really God. just weights. What is... What do you learn? Now, hold up. Time out. I am misinterpreting this. Thank you. When I have to put in paperweight, it is doing the thing that you would think of, oh, there's uh, like copy paper uh, in like uh, a ah. hard card stock, which is the proper, when you type in paperweight, is the only thing that actually makes sense. But no, I want to know about paperweights, the actual, like the old school thing. Okay. So thankfully, Wikipedia has them classified. Look, are you looking for paperweight one word or paperweight two word? In a small, solid object, heavy enough uh, to keep papers in place is the definition for a paperweight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that easy. It's first, not a mystery. First produced in 1845, supposedly, in France. Such decorative paperweights uh, declined in popularity before undergoing a revival in the mid-20th century. So apparently it was just like, oh, that crazy heavy thing keeping my papers down? Oh, it's just decorative. Uh, I do it to kind of flex on my friends of this beautiful thing that that adorns my desk. That time before air conditioned when you had to open windows in an office. Yeah, makes sense. A freak storm. Oh no, the gale has picked up. My papers, my paper. And and you got to keep them weighted down because there's candles every fucking where getting like... Yeah. (laughs) And also considering my office, like the air conditioning seems to go out once a month every single 
whole month of the year. I mean, maybe we should consider some paperweights, because uh, I went in this morning. Air conditioning was down for about an hour. It was not fun. The United States has a number of museums exhibiting outstanding paperweights, Brad, just in case you ever want to know. Are they outstanding? Our Institute of the Chicago friend, brimming with paperweights. The Corning Museum of Glass in Corning, New York. So many paperweights. Uh, there is a paperweight center in Devon, England, which has a collection of over a thousand paperweights. Brad sadly it closed in 2013. The oh, whereabouts of those paperweights no are unknown. Dude, was no interested? International audience looking at you. Oh, wow. Hey, Chris, can we get over there? See um, what's up. Alex, hi. I'm just an NYD. Um, Jin slash shadow creature ba- banishing shopping list. Whoa. Um, now my question is, is this like a shopping list for banishing a Jin slash shadow creature? Or is a Jin slash shadow creature um, banishing their shopping list? We'll find out. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Hi guys, I'm just an NYD. Like I mentioned in another thread. Why, wait, 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 wait. Why are we starting with, uh, we, we don't know half the secret. All right. Like I mentioned in another thread that we're not gonna. My friend is experiencing problems with what I believe to be shadow creatures. He calls hmm. them Jen. And it's like question mark, Jen with D maybe in English? I don't know. He can see them in his dreams and when awake since their negative energy. He has been trying to solve this with Islamic practices but these things persist. I somehow sense religious fear from him, also guilt, and to me he just seems troubled and in conflict with himself. He only became very religious a few years ago. I am sure that sure all that could really attract problems. Oh boy, I think like a, I think you're just time Muslim bigots. Yeah, that, that might be one of those things. It is hard to offer help when it comes to getting rid of these things because he considers lots of things magic and that is not permitted. I often get to hear about... I often get to hear about I need to stop doing certain things. That's a statement. I often get to hear about I need to stop doing certain things. So I'm not sure what to advise. Anything with smoke is a no-no. Ugh, lipsy. Gross. What? <sighs> One thing he seems to be okay with are crystals. Four dollar wow. lipsies. Back to crystals. So I thought of shopping. Uh, I, so I thought of shopping some protective crystals like black tourmaline. Oh. If you can think of anything else that won't be labeled as magic and would be okay for an Islamic person to feel free to suggest, I thought maybe oils like oregano? What about lights? What crystals would you suggest? I have a few places here that have the most common crystals available. The wise men seem to be useless. They, I think this is supposed to be a signature, but it's just really like another line. The wise, the wise men, the wise men there seem to be useless. Ellipses. They haven't solved the problem, but talk a lot about all the evil that's going on. What? I think that's her sign off, but it's oh. not formatted like a signature or any weird. In my so, mind, she has like a little statuette of the three wise men she got from a nativity set, and those are also things that could, you know, mm-hmm. push shadow people away from the periphery. Um, I'm seeing a black tourmaline on, uh, on, on our rock tumbler site. Oh, it is! It is! Black tourmaline has one of the widest color ranges of any gem. The colors are caused by the mineral's many com- compositions. The most common tourmaline color is a material that is so black that it is, easy, that it is essentially opaque. This pitch black variety is known as shoral. <laughs> Shoral. 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 Like it. Um, hmm. Shoral. What else? Alex, what else would we recommend? 
Um, <gasps> well, first things first, shadow people aren't a thing, so that's True. a thing. Neither are Jin. Yeah, g- genies are not a thing. Yeah. Um, I, I'm still going back to this red jasper, though. I like this red ja- jasper. Maybe you should buy some... If you're going to buy some rocks, if you're going to buy magic rocks, maybe buy some red jasper. I really like it. I don't know if I'd buy rocks, other than, like, landscaping... Has anyone who loves crystals and rocks got been so bold as to landscape with these rocks to like really protect their home? Because mm, look, great question. Are you half-assing shit with like four stone wands that you just bought off Amazon? Fucking put crystals all over your goddamn yard. Yeah, that's what I always say. Can you imagine someone's yard that was brimming with crystals where you might see like a soft stone bed to like help with like a. Uh, any type of like water drainage in your yard and suddenly it's just like brimming with those uh, beautiful black stones you just mentioned or the red jasper just like right there in a bed of it wow you're pretty wild i want to see that put your money where your uh, unrealistic fear of unreal things is and make Mm -hmm. us proper spectacle yeah. I don't like all, and also like be be more open to your friend's religious beliefs as much as religion is grow up and shut up and like, you know, fuck religion. Yeah. But also like Still, don't be don't be friends with somebody that's trying to tell you what to do. That's weird. I don't like that either. That's a little weird. Also don't smoke cuz that's Yeah, smoking's bad. weird. That's a way to get everyone away from you, including shadow people. I picked up the habit. Got to get rid of those shadow people. Hello, my name is um Patrick. Hey Patrick. Yeah, I'm addicted to smoking and I want to quit. Why'd you start? Do you remember? When did you start? Because when my friend told me I need to get rid of the shadow people. What? Excuse me? I wonder how many people jump on that wagon of smoking because of shadow people. Um, Alex, uh, sorry, somebody else replied here. This is uh, Darkstone. Um, All the banishment slash cleansing rituals I've done involve either burning sage or dragon blood. On their own, either are effective deterrents, but you may want to seek out a practitioner versed in cleansing, banishment, and or exorcism. Dragon's blood? Excuse me? Yeah, yeah, dragon's blood. Where do you get dragon's blood? It's a common thing in the hollow earth below us. When those ancient beasts still roam in the cavities where the reptoids live. All right. Oh, man. I, see, I just made Dragon's an Amazon order is... uh, to order that, uh, that, uh, that cord grease. I didn't think to order. Oh. I, I wish I... Ah, I wonder if I can get it. I wonder if it's too late for me to get uh, Dragon's Blood combined. Holy fuck. You search Dragon's Blood, the shit that comes up on Amazon. Do I want to look it up is the question. Like, is it safe? I, there's a couple of things up here. Like... I'm seeing one thing, like, what are we talking about? What well, is dragon's this? blood has to be, like, some sort of oil or, or like, okay, yeah, it looks like yeah. it is. It has to be something that can be burned, like, save. So either it's, like, sling for some sort of plant or it's something that can be, it looks, yeah, dragon's blood. Raw gardens, dragon's blood, original, concentrated. So it, it comes from a tree. A dragon tree? Uh, it look, comes from something that looks like a bush, I think. At least that's what the ad seems to be telling me. These people are using it for skincare. Dragon's blood. Dragon blood. Is tree shit? It's a stick? Um, dragons are big old, uh, lizardy things. They're not... Smoke odor exterminator. Dragon's blood. Is this supposed to get rid of smoke smell? With a dragon blood f- scented candle? I don't like it. You can also get incense sticks with dragon's blood that it looks like you would burn to get rid of these. Why do shadow people hate dragon sticks so much in incense or like sage? It's uh, a great question. What what about those people or like, it's, this is weird. Guys, shadow people aren't real. No, they're not. Crystals aren't going to help you with any of this. 
Now, what I, what you neglected to tell me and what I'm looking for now is on some of these people who have like really good responses or that you that you deem should be worthy to elevate to like tell our listeners about. Mm-hmm. You got to tell me how many times they've thanked someone in the past oh, years that they've true. been on there and who has thanked them. Because I need to get metrics on these people who are giving these advice more so than... I mean, because I, I thank you at the end of every podcast for the most part. I'm just, Brad, it's always a pleasure to be here. Thank you. And that's us thanking each other. So over the course of the episodes we've had, I think our thank you um, like level or threshold of people giving advice is well beyond any of these people, resident or not. Crystal section, not the shadow people. Oh. Sorry. Um, yeah, the person... Uh... Oh. Yes, that person, um, Alex, they have, uh, received zero thanks, given zero thanks. What a jerk. Jerk. What a jerk. Now, um, the person who was talking about Dragon's Blood, they have also, uh, given zero thanks and received Looks like a lot of assholes. Brad, are there anyone, it, there's something else that just came to my attention that's a little weird, um... Do we want to keep helping people, or can I blow your mind oh, please. with? Please blow my mind. So, Netflix has a new show coming out, and it's 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 based on a series of novels um, by a woman named Nancy Springer, um, who envisions Sherlock Holmes having a teenage sister who's also a famous detective <sighs> and is doing his thing. So, uh, the estate of Arthur Conan Doyle is suing Netflix because. Uh, parts of the television show infringe on very specific things they have copyrighted. Now, a lot of his stuff is in public domain, but there's apparently 10 stories and details from these stories that they still hold a copyright over to this day. Uh, One of these traits uh, that is copyrighted is if Sherlock Holmes likes dogs. And I'm not joking about this, friend. This is for real. If your Sherlock Holmes character really likes dogs, sorry, you're infringing our copyright and you owe us money. We gotta, we gotta fucking fix copyright law because it's fucking bullshit. Like, Sherlock Holmes should be public domain. I mean, this show shouldn't exist because it's gonna suck. But, like, we, like, um, fuck off with this copyright law bullshit. So, apparently they're also arguing that once... Because oh, early Sherlock Holmes... He was kind of stoic and just kind of like, eh, kind of self-centered, couldn't be bothered with people. But he eventually develops a more warm uh, persona. And they're saying like, hey, a warm and emotional uh, Sherlock Holmes is also something that we have copyrighted. Also, if Sherlock Holmes cares about Watson, if he ever gets injured or kidnapped, that's something we own. (laughs) So give us money. How can you copyright that? How can copyrights of that? Yeah, I didn't know we bullshit. could get that minute with it. That's that's crazy, uh, co- right? Bullshit. Absolute fucking nonsense. Sure, probably gonna be garbage, as Brad said. But the copyright stuff, especially, Stupid idea. we don't need. Yeah, just make a new show. Like you did. Uh. All I'm saying is, if Ramjack is ever made into, I don't know, a duck, like a. Uh, like a make like a uh, what would you call? I don't even know the proper name right now because I've been forgetting nouns all night. But if anyone ever makes a movie where it's us doing a podcast for some reason and it goes into our personal lives or whatever, and they have you liking dogs, we deserve a cut of that because that's a show copyright. I think we know you love dogs. I mean, friend, if they make a show about us, they need to give us money if we're alive, most definitely, which will definitely be within normal copyrights times. Yeah. Um. But so if our no states, worries. But if our estates 
uh, fuck years our from now. Fuck our estates now. Brad, we worked nope. hard for that estate. Nope. We worked hard to get it, to nope. make sure the estate tax could be skirted do, in whatever do, way uh, we could. Uh, Ve- Veer's children do not uh, do not get uh, money from the Ramjack uh, uh, series. Children's children. It's insane. It's absolutely fucking insane. Well, they're arguing that you liked dogs, and that everyone gets a piece of that. Ugh. That's weird. Like every one of those should be laughed at by a judge and be like, "Sorry." Yeah, no, no we I, no we copyright law. It should be like at, at absolute absolute maximum should be the lifetime of the author maximum, and I think it should probably be less. But I don't have to figure out the numbers on it. But shouldn't go beyond the lifetime of the author. I mean, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Like thirty years is probably fine. Mickey Mouse, you're public domain now. Deal with it, world. <laughs> if Disney wants to make money off Mickey Mouse, just make the best Mickey Mouse product now. It's your job. I'd like to see other people take Mickey Mouse and make it awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be actually... I, I can think of any intellectual property like that. Like this Everybody makes a Sherlock Holmes. Everybody makes a Robin Hood. Everybody gets to make a Mickey Mouse now. But see, Robin Hood's been played. I don't, Robin, I'm sure you can make a good Robin Hood, but I don't, I, why? It's too, I, I want to see people get, like, present p- characters people care about in making stuff. Mickey Mouse can't, would be one because of those. Of cop- you can't because of Mickey Mouse. Because all copyright law, at least in the U.S., has been fucking bent around Walt Disney to keep Mickey Mouse under copyright. These are the facts. Shadow people aren't real. Crystals aren't going to help you for the things that you think other than to keep your papers down. If the breeze goes through your open window because it's hot outside, you just want to have the window open. Who knows why? And Mickey Mouse is fucking up your ability to enjoy things at a, a an awesome and competitive level. If, if uh, fucking copyright laws were reasonable, instead of this show about uh, Sherlock Holmes' sister that we, nobody ever knew about, we can be learning about uh, Mickey Mouse's sketchy brother that nobody knew about. <laughs> Oh, he's got a sketch brother, huh? I'm in. Tr- I'm listening. Go on. Oh yeah. By the yeah. way, uh, Luke Mouse is real weird. Like I think Luke? he was in jail, but nobody's really sure. He just kind of dropped off the face of the earth for like two years, and then he's back like nothing happened. <laughs> Fucking Luke Mouse. Brad, do you <laughs> I'm know sorry. What? I'm still loving the idea of Luke Mouse. <laughs> Like, how does Mickey interact with him? What's his story with uh, Minnie? Oh, Minnie hey, hey, Luca. Good to see you. It's been a while. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Where you been? Around. Oh, well, me and some of the gang are getting together. We're, we're going to have a picnic. Want to join us? I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, are you going to eat this chicken? Oh, well, well, that was for the picnic, but, but help yourself. Huh? Thanks. <laughs> So, are you going to be staying for long? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, just passing through. There is a, uh, a cart. So they did make a new Mickey cartoon, which is actually... And there's an episode where Goofy's grandmother comes to stay with Mickey because her house is being, like, something's happening to... And it's really... F- it's pretty fun for what it is. Nice. And it turns out halfway through that Goofy's grandmother is actually in the sky. And he's too scared to go to his home because there's a spider there. Um, but it's pretty funny how it goes through. I w- it would be made infinitely better if Luke suddenly was just there doing his thing. <laughs> Fucking Luke Mouse. Luke Mouse. Luke. Luke. <laughs> Brad, do you know what Oscar Wilde and Truman Capote have in common? What's that? They were avid collectors of paperweights. Brad, 
Thank you so much for doing this show with me, friend. That's an extra, that's another thank you you can add to your, your belt of far of love thank yous. And go to sleep with the confidence knowing that you outpace everyone on the Paranormal Forum when yes. thank yous are given for your advice. Yes! Among other things. Thank you, you win. friend. Thank you. You win. And that's two thank yous, so I thank you again, sir. Oh. Um, Rabjack Podcast, send us more fears. Send us fears of ourselves more. I, I'm cool with it. Do it, yeah. please. Send us other people's that's fears. That's fun. That's a fun surprise. Draw other people's fears. It's the only way we can help. It's the only way we can prepare. That's the, it's the only way we can prepare, for sure. Yeah. And preparing is helping, in a way, for yeah. sure. Put your crystals up. Get your pens out. Draw some fears. Mm. Ramjackpodcast.com. Get all the com- communication, other things there. Um, Facebook group. Listen to the podcast. Share it. Yeah. Go back and listen to old episodes if you want. It's cool. It's there for you. There's no paywall right now. Um, You know any, you know any middle school bands that need a clarinet player? Uh, maybe I could zoom in. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that yet Like the phrase of zooming into something Like let me just zoom in real quick Hey guys we're all learning from home right Um are you how old are you What I'm just just another middle schooler Like you guys So you guys like Pokemon or something What <laughs> I, I, You could probably talk about Fortnite but even that I think is I don't sh- <laughs> I think I, we're getting this. I think we're getting this. I mean, the odds of you being dressed down by an eighth grade <laughs> first chair cello, uh, clarinetist high, maybe? I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of drama happening in a oh, yeah. middle school band Zoom. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. We were Zooming the other day, and this other dude just Zoomed right in with a clarinet. And at first I was like, is he coming from my chair? But then I realized, oh no, he just needs to be taught a few things. Listen, listen, I'm not going for anybody's chair, all right? If I eventually make it to third chair or something, cool, that'd be cool, that'd be cool. No, no, but I'm no. not I'm not looking. I'm just I just wanna learn with the rest of the students. Brad, how dare you try to take the chair level from these kids? That's all they live for for this. Listen, this is-, is Holly even that serious about being third chair? <laughs> She's not. Let's I mean, be honest. Let's be listen, real. Listen, listen, listen. Um I yeah, I I, I, I agree. Fra- Franklin, um, he earned second chair. Totally. He deserves it. Like, yeah. I mean, in a different world, he might have been first chair. Um, but you know, mm. he he definitely deserves second chair. But Holly, come on, Holly, are you really there, third chair material? I'm glad you bring it about Franklin because I I thought I thought that maybe in another Zoom he could be like a, like a, a amazing mm-hmm. clarinet oh, if, first if, chair. If, if but something, Holly, yeah. If like if Christy like if she starts slacking, um, Franklin's gonna is gonna he's gonna be first chair. We now all you say, we see the writing on the wall. When you say slacking, you do mean like Christy not can't handle it. Christy can't handle first chair. Okay, she's not. She's I, she's very talented. She's technically very talented, but I don't think she has the head for first chair. I'm still, I'm still confused. Do you think she's cheating on our Zoom with a Slack group, or do you think that she's just not in a world where people can Zoom in? Slack is another channel that could also. Is she cheating on our Zoom band? <gasps> a battle first chair, bitch. All right, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Announcement. <laughs> Brad has now been elevated to third chair. Holly. <laughs> Bye, Holly. <laughs> She's just gone. Later, Holly. And Christy, you're on notice. We can talk to you after the Zoom in a private Zoom. Ch- Teresa, stop eyeing my third chair. <laughs> She's gunning for me. She's gunning. Listen, listen, Teresa, let's take out Frank. You and me, we can be first and second chair. 
we all we all know we can overthrow Christie. It's not a big deal. Franklin's what we gotta worry about. If we team up, we could be first and second chair. I mean, the mo- the weirdest thing about my high school band is when suddenly it was filled with adults learning how to play <laughs> instruments, and then it got to a whole level of competition that I wasn't prepared for. But looking back, it prepared me. Like if I had to ask ten, uh, ten, a person a decade in the future what what really defined me as a person or shaped me, it's when uh, band went to Zoom mm, and definitely. Uh, anyone could join. Still thinking about Luke Mouse. Yeah, Luke Mouse. <laughs> I just love. Luke I just Mouse. love the name Luke Mouse. Luke Mouse. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Luke Mouse. A very lazy kind it's of like. Just, hey, I don't know if that's the <laughs> fan fiction you're looking for. Oh, it's a Mickey and Minnie and Goofy and Donald. And Luke. Who's Luke? Oh, that's, that's Mickey's Mickey's like, weird brother. Is he a mouse? I mean, is Goofy a dog? I mean, who knows what he is? And friends, uh, just remember, uh, the next time uh, you hop uh, onto a Zoom call, whether it be with coworkers or middle school uh, bandmates, <laughs> um, instead of saying "How are you?", how about you say "What color is your heart lies do you find yourself believing in shout out to holly shout out to franklin (laughs) shout out to luke (laughs) i want to know what lies luke thinks he believes in luke i think is someone who wakes up every morning slow but like oh like he just like oh i think luke's a real realist i i I don't think think there's a lot of self-deception there i think he's a person that's lived hard truths but why does mickey not live those hard truths well, because Mickey is a is is a buoyant optimist. Uh, hmm. He's he hasn't he hasn't dealt with the things that Luke's dealt with. What would you call Goofy? I like how you're just analyzing these characters. Buoyant optimist is definitely a Mickey Mouse, and his brother, you know, a realist. Hmm. What's Goofy? Uh, Goofy's Goofy's um. I, is it in his name? Yeah, <laughs> is it all in his name? He's just well, Goofy. He's he's, he's 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 pleasantly unaware. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I think I've learned something about ourselves yeah, today. Definitely. What lies do you think Mickey tells himself? <laughs> oh, it's the, more interesting to ask these questions I, for characters. I think he tells himself that that you know him and Luke are going to mend things. Oh yeah, yeah. He's still. I mean, because he's his brother. Family uh, means something, which is a lie. He tells himself every day. Family exactly. means something. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Luke Mouse. <laughs> Someone please draw Luke Mouse and send it in. I oh, want to see a picture please, of Luke yeah, Mouse. Please draw Luke. Ever okay? New challenge. Keep drawing fears. Yours, others, whoever's. Also draw Luke Mouse. Can you give him anything else to go on? Uh, he's, a, he's a realist. Yeah, that's a character trait. But what like? Is there any physicality? Is he taller than Mickey? Yeah, I think he's taller. Um, I think he has to be taller than Mickey. There's yeah. something about b- being able to see over the rest of the characters, except maybe Goofy. Being able to look Goofy in the eyes has got to be freaky to begin yeah. with, but... I think he also smokes. Oh, totally. Luke? I yeah. bet Luke was, like, really cool, like, in, when they were young, because oh, he yeah, would be Luke, the kid that yeah. would smoke first, and he's, like, taller than Mickey, so he's like, what's up? I'm Luke Mouse. Back in the day. Now, now, right. of course, it's a little different story. I mean, he's still kind of cool. It's just... Oh, yeah. He's just aimless, though. He's real aimless. Like, I don't know what Luke's plan... Luke doesn't have a plan, really. I think Luke plays Fortnite. Like, I think he wakes up and just, like, spends, like, like three hours in any video game. Mm. Just to, like, really wait. It, in his mind, it's him waking up. And I could be mm. wrong. I'm just saying that that kind of aimlessness in modern times yeah. would be... Let me just sink some time in a quasi social-ish thing um, and just 
on the subject of Fortnite, can I just talk about video games oh. for a split second? Oh, of course, friend. Um, because you know I built this super crazy fast oh, computer. Y- yeah, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll play a video game. That sounds fun. Even knowing that six six minutes three times a year. Um, and on your advice, like I went and like I I um I what did I what did I even download? I think I ah oh, fucking hell. Oh yeah, Borderlands two and Fortnite. Oh yeah, um, got those got those free options. I installed them. Fortnite, I tried to start, and there was just so much shit happening, and I was like, I don't, what, I don't even, what are you even asking? I don't even understand what you're asking. I don't know what these different modes mean. There's no explanation of anything. I'm turning you off. Let's try this, let's try this Borderlands 2 nonsense. And what I forget, and the reason that I think I'm incapable of playing a video is that all, all video games assume you're interested in playing a video game. I yeah. guess that's a reasonable expectation that yeah, totally. they should make as a video game. They think you're interested in playing a video game. The secret is, I'm not. <laughs> and this thing starts off, and it's, oh god, it's this opening credits, and there's, oh, like we're, oh, and it's all these video, like, oh, let's get, let's get you into the story. Ah, oh, but, and then you go through this whole fucking thing, it's like, oh yeah, but we tricked you, because this game, the story we're introducing you to, that's not even the real story. Here's your character, you you're doing this it's like oh fuck hell i just i like i wanted to like jump into this for like a minute and now i'm like like i've been watching like eight minutes of video and i'm like i just i already want to quit but i know that i can't quit until i actually do something in the game to save it otherwise i will never be able to come back to this ever because i would have to do this all over from scratch and i can't i can't do it so finally i get to the thing it's like all right create your character i'm like oh one of the oh, only man. things I actually enjoy in a video game is like, oh, what can I make this guy look like? All right, cool. But I'm already bored. So I'm like, fuck, all right, I'll do it. And I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm like, okay, this is good. I like making somebody look weird. Cool. This is fun. Um, And I do that. And then it's like immediately, don't even get to save from there. It's like, oh, no, we got to we gotta start doing stuff. And there's, oh, here's a little robot pal. Hey, help the little robot pal find his robot eye because it got stolen by a big monster guy. I'm like, oh, God, can I just... I hate this. <laughs> like, and it's like 15, and it's like, I'm 15 minutes in now, and I'm like, God, I hate video games. Like, <laughs> you know what was great? When you when you put a cartridge in a Nintendo, you pressed power, and you played a game for a few minutes. That was delightful. Now it's like half an hour. Like, you're doing nothing. Oh. The, the prologue to any Nintendo game, at most, was two minutes, three minutes. Yeah, it was a screen that. with text, or like it was the uh, replaying screen of Mario Brothers three. But you just press start or select, and it shows your player, and you're there. Yeah. You don't even have to watch the whole like stage show. It was yeah. optional. Fortnite has a very confusing UI, and it yeah, doesn't make sense. In, and the music, the lobby music is weird, and it is almost impenetrable. Like you have to, you have to be really open to just like really messing up and not knowing what you're doing for a while. I, I didn't even get to the. Concept. I didn't even get to the game. I I did not get to the game. Like the also, there was like, hey, there's the new thing. We're doing the new thing now, and here's oh, a thing, a presentation about the new thing we're doing, and you can do it in the game. And I'm like, I don't know what the old thing is, so I don't know what the new thing is. That the thing I do give them credit for is everything on regardless of where you're playing it will tell you exactly what buttons do what once you're in the game so there's never confusion like how do i see the map you look up and see the map icon and there is an m beside it now if you've been playing games you know m probably brings up map on a keyboard but everything else everything is very clearly laid out what button does what 
whether you're using a controller or a keyboard. But to get to that and to understand that you go to like a pre-world where you kind of hang out for a second where you're like can't get hurt and then you have to go onto a bus that flies like an airplane over an island. You have to jump off and parachute down to the land and then like get weapons and then be the last person standing. No one tells you any of that. And that's not even like the different modes that you... A Team Royale would probably be the best thing for you to play if you started it, but how would you know that? No clue. No clue. I, I can't with long video game beginnings either. Like, I downloaded the, um, I gave money to that one place I think I mentioned where I got access to like a whole bunch of indie games. Um, and it all went to, um, I think the NAACP or another, uh, maybe BLM, like the proper, anyway, all of those start with like a five to 10 minute intro and I'm not here for it. I'm like, sorry, I can't. I don't, I don't want that. It's I need- like I, this, this, I, and now I'm, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is why I go back to Mortal Kombat. Cause you yeah. know what? You hop onto Mortal Kombat, you hop on any of those fighting games. You just like, Hey, I just want to do a single fight. All right, cool. Pick your dude. Cool. Hit him. Great. Now see, I can handle more story and like it. Uh, cause Fire Emblem Three Houses was all that. That's a half of the gameplay. But it's interesting to me, and it's voluntary. It's not, hey, you were forced to do this for 12 minutes until you get into it. It's not, I don't know. A, a game I've been playing super casually is called Slay the Spire, which I would recommend. But it's like a it's like a deck-building puzzle game, which sounds immediately like, nope, pass. But it's weird and creepy, too, and it's it's interesting. Um, that's all I got to say on that, though. My heart goes out. Yeah, I think maybe someday I'll go back to Outlast. Um, that was a spooky, scary game. Ooh. And it was truly spooky and scary. Oh, dude, there's tons of spooky, scary games. There's, um, what is it? Valve, Half-Life Alex, Because that's so immersive with VR. And you may eventually want to do VR because you got the rig for it now. I do. That is terrifying because, one, you got a VR headset on and it's real. And there's moments yeah. where scary monsters literally are at you. And I knew someone who was playing it and said, I had to quit playing it for a few weeks because I was terrified of it. Yeah, I, that's why I stopped playing that Outlast game. I mean, besides the fact that I don't play games, but that thing, that was scary. That was scary. Wow. There's creepy things. Look into this Outlast. Yeah. 